It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. The Oakland Athletics are proud to present A's Baseball. Mariano going back at the track, at the wall, leaping at the wall. Celebrating over 50 years in the town, it's time for the A's Total Access pregame show. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball, powered by the TuneIn app. A's Total Access with Chris Townsend starts now. From Sin City to the Valley of the Sun, we are back in Arizona at home at Ho-Ho Cam for a little night baseball. It's the Cubs. It's the Athletics. Frankie Montas will be on the bump. Sean Murphy's going to be making his Cactus League debut. Uh, Franklin Barreto's still battling for that second base spot. We'll be there hitting night. So some storylines to be watching. And one of the great storylines tonight is it's Catronio all night here on A's Cast as we're going to have father and son duo, one of the great things that we have every single year now in spring. And Daddy Catronio joins me now, and I know th- this is for your wife, for your family. These are really special moments. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, uh, you're a dad first, and you're certainly every father wants their kids to uh, to outdo them in life and Dominic is on that track, and uh, he's worked really hard to get where he is at Double A with the Astros at Corpus Christi, and we have fun. We've done it now; uh, it's be our third year doing it together, and uh, we enjoy it. He's 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 like Mister American League West of spring training. He's he's, done, he's already done the Rangers for three games. This guy's in demand. He's gonna do the four games for the A's starting tonight. He's got the Astros next week, and he's got other things. In the hopper as well. He's got a very busy month of March. He can become our ALS, uh, our guy who covers the ALS for us. Yeah, of insider. <laughs> ALS insider. Sean Murphy making his debut. Good to see him uh, in the clubhouse today. And I know he's excited about this, get, getting it going, because that's the worst thing is when you're not playing. Well, he's pretty important what the A's are looking to do in 2020. The question will be, you know, how healthy are the legs? What, what kind of a load can he take? He's considered the primary catcher, but when you – typically say that chris primary catcher means 110 120 even sometimes a couple more than that i don't know if if he will at least this year get to that number i think they really want to be careful with that so who he is in tandem with behind the plate is another important storyline here in spring training but it'll be great to see him he came up last year and he certainly made an impact he is everything they said he was going to be yeah there's there's a lot of young guys that were worried about their playing time that need to play big for the A's, especially down the stretch. When you're talking about Murphy as your catcher, Puck, Lazardo, how, how, how do we get them to the end of the season and being hopefully ready for a playoff push and pitching and playing in the postseason? Well, they experienced it last year. Now, you know, they were, I mean, they jumped right into the fire in September when things were not decided yet. So they could they battled against Houston. And in Houston, remember, Sean had the big two-homer game there. Jesus Lazardo made his major league debut there. A.J. Puck had some moments as well. 
So I think that's something that's already been accomplished by the athletics with what they did in September of 2019. Now it's a matter of being at that point. How much have they grown when the A's get to that point of September of 2020? Uh, where are the A's in the standings? What does it mean? Because you believe, as you should, is that uh, the athletics are going to be a club that's going to be in the race the entire way. And despite all the things that are surrounding the Astros, they're still at least on the field a talented club and have to be, to be reckoned with. And we'll see how, how it plays out. But I think, th- to your point about the young guys, they've, they've already seen it. Now they get a chance to experience it again and hopefully use what they learned last year. It was very unfortunate what happened with Frankie Montas last year. I mean, tested positive for PEDs, the long suspension. At that time, he was not only going to be an all-star, he was going to have a chance maybe to start the game. It's almost kind of like when we say the A's didn't do a whole lot this offseason. If Chris Davis can get back to being Chris Davis and Frankie Motas can pitch like he did last year with the great velocity and the splitter, that's like adding two free agents, wouldn't you say? Well, he, you're right about what you said going into the uh, middle of June where he was a guy that was going to be on the club, and who knows how much he would have got a chance to, to, to pitch in that game in Cleveland. Uh, he opened up to Shana Rubin from the uh, Mercury News. I thought it was an interesting article. Uh, that came out today about him uh, talking about how disappointed he was in himself, how, how disappointed his family was, and how he wants to do right. Felt he made a mistake. You know, he's made. He knew he made a mistake. Uh, it's something that he, you know, he did outside of the clubhouse. He's still welcomed inside the clubhouse. I thought it was interesting in the article that Mike Fires was one guy that stayed in touch with him throughout the, the suspension and really tried to keep him in a positive frame of mind. He he could be the opening day starter. I mean, you you're, you're not going to be shocked if that happens based on his stuff. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but I'm saying he, he is certainly going to be an integral part, and he is a dark horse Cy Young candidate. That that's, speaks well for a guy that only was concerned years ago about throwing 100 miles an hour. Now he has not he has 100 in his pocket, but he's 95 with movement, with that great equalizing split and better rhythm on the mound. Enjoy the broadcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be listening here on A's Cast. Coming up next, you're going to hear from Daniel Gossett and also Matt Olson, your first baseman, all coming your way right here on A's Total Access. Earlier today in the clubhouse, I caught up with Matt Olson, two-time Gold Glove winner, and I think this is going to be a big year for him. Well, the last time we talked to you, we were doing the, the great thing for Christmas with the A's, and since then, what's been going on for you in the offseason? Not a whole lot. You know, after that, I kind of ramped it up and getting ready for spring and obviously here and, and doing our thing here. And I think about it, you just got done doing ESPN. What is it like now to be getting national attention from the We We hound you all the time, but what's it like now getting the, the national media attention? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's, good, it's good and bad. Uh, I think... We like, you know, kind of being that that under the radar team, but at the same time, it's it's nice to to you know get that recognition. Uh, you know, we've been a really good team the past two years, and we're going to be a really good team this year. So uh, I know a lot of people don't don't necessarily watch our games uh, outside of the West Coast just because of the time. And, uh, any any uh, attention we can get is probably good for us. You know, the reality is when you start winning multiple gold gloves and you hit a lot of home runs, people start paying attention. And I just think as a player, I mean, this is what you dreamed about, right? This is what you dreamed about your career. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this this kind of stuff and, you know, World Series is number one for sure. But, um, you know, going out there and, and doing what you can individually is, is important too. And, um yeah, I'm, I'm happy for any any of the recognition that I've gotten, but uh, you know the ultimate goal is to to be holding that trophy up. And I think about 
you guys and your core, this has been a really quiet off season. You know, normally the A's trying to make up a pitching staff, but this 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 core is pretty much set. You've won 97 games two straight years. You've gotten to the playoffs. What's the confidence like in this clubhouse? I, it's pretty high. Um, you know, we don't want to get a, ahead of ourselves by any means, but um, said there's not a lot of turnover. 97 games past two years, wild card. Um, I think we're just going to get better this year. Uh, you know, we got a couple young guys who are up now and, and you know, kind of solidified their spot. And, uh, man, we're just ready to roll. Now, don't tell Chapman or Simeon I said this, but I've said if the next guy who's going to win an MVP for the A's, I predict it's going to be you. Because I think about the defense, I think about the offense, the complete package, I can see that happening. And... What that would mean for your career would be unbelievable. But I still go back to your resiliency when you were going up and down. It wasn't Vegas, it was Nashville. They even had you playing right field. Like, you look back on it now, like, why the hell is Matt Holtz playing right field? You're a gold glove winner. Just just talk about your journey to where you were then and where you are now. Yeah, yeah uh, it seems like a while ago now uh, that it was out and right. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's all part of it. Um, you know, I, those things... You know, the, the saying, what, what doesn't kill you makes stronger is, is you know, I know it's cliche, but it's true in a way. And, um, you know, I, I knew that I had to come up and earn the spot. We had Yonder here who was doing amazing. And, um, you know, I, I understand that it's a numbers game at, at some point, And uh, there just wasn't a spot for me all the time. So just had to, you know, every time I, I came up and, and went back down, just had to know that, you know, it, it wasn't anything personal and just go back to Nashville and, and keep doing my thing. But uh, at some point uh, that it would be a, a permanent thing and, and come get it done. Yeah, you know, the one thing that I think about, you know, with your defense, you know, everybody talks about home runs. That's everybody. Talk about just how great your infield defense is because the metrics are weighing out that you guys are arguably the best in baseball. I mean, I think I think we showed it pretty well last year. Um, you know, we we got a lot of guys who are, are going out there and uh, you know putting in the work and doing what we can to be perfect defensively all around. We want the pitchers to have the confidence and attacking batters and you know putting the ball in play to where they feel comfortable with us making the play behind them. And obviously, we want to do what we can to to. Uh, you know, make those plays for ourselves and the rest of the team. So, um, you know, it's we got a, a very talented group in the infield, and, you know, we're just going to do what we can. You know, it's crazy to think that 97 wins only gets you into a wild card game. That's just kind of the way baseball is. Have you guys talked amongst yourself about getting off to that good start? Because that good start helps lead you into whether you got to win 104 or, hell, 107 games. Have you guys talked about that? For sure. Uh, the past two years, we've we've started slow and just kind of it got June and we had to get hot to, to you know, get into the playoffs uh, or get into the postseason. And, you know, if we can make 10 of those losses, 10 wins in April and May, then, you know, that could change an entire setup of the postseason for us. Uh, we want to win that division and, avoid that one-game playoff. To hear the entire interview, go to A's Cast. Coming up, we get you ready for A's baseball, a little night baseball here in the desert. You're listening to A's Total Access. A's Cast is your home for nonstop A's baseball, powered by the TuneIn app. Hit down the right field line. Fair in the corner, and the A's have won it. Long on and best, and down he goes. Fastball in 
Here again is Chris Townsend. This is A's Total Access. Frankie Montas is going to be on the bump tonight. He's 1-0 with a 0.00 ERA so far this spring. Major news, Sean Murphy is going to be making his debut. And it's always fun, a little spring training baseball at night. Chicago Cubs always draw well. There's a lot of Cubs fans here at Ho-Ho Cam, along with a lot of A's fans. We're just going to have a good time tonight. Listen to the Catronios take us all the way through this game, listening here on A's Cast. Coming up next, Vince is going to sit down with Daniel Gossett as we roll on right here on A's Total Access. As is the case mostly for spring training, it's a monotonous exercise in getting ready for opening day. However, for Daniel Gossett, who was sent to the dark on August 1st, 2018 with Tommy John surgery, now working his way back and pitching in camp with a big smile on his face. So spring training 2020, Daniel, must mean an awful lot to you. How, how's it going? It's going great, man. It's just uh, it's, it's great to be just one of the guys, finally. Again. And you know, the situation different that allowed you an opportunity as you're working your way back on the rehab to pitch in the fall league. Man, a handful of appearances. What did you take away from that? What was it like to, to get back out there and compete? Um, it was, I mean, it was obviously great. It was, um, it was a new experience. First time I've been in a clubhouse where I knew, you know, maybe one or two guys. And, um, you know, getting to, to just play ball with a bunch of new faces and a bunch of young guys that are, you know, super excited about the game. And uh, it was just great to get out and compete again, obviously. But it was another great experience to be in the fall league with all those guys. What, what got you through the, uh, through the exercise of, of rehab and really being invisible, being away from everybody and just trying to mentally stay tough throughout the process? Um, you know, you got your guys that you lean on. Uh, lucky enough, I had Manaya and uh, Marco Estrada and... Uh, you know, a couple guys here and there, you know, not lucky for them, lucky for me um, throughout the year. But, um, you know, just having those guys that you can talk to, guys that have been there and uh, been there and done that, you can talk to them and bounce ideas and, you know, how you're feeling and they can come back and, you know, keep you on the straight and narrow and, you know. And, and you know, my wife at home also helped a ton, you know, just keeping me sane, um, you know, away from the field. You know, she's a trooper. As you have continued the rehab, how do you find yourself? Are you still the same kind of pitcher? Did you – use the opportunity to think about tweaking things or making changes or maybe your body changed or anything how, how does Daniel Gossett look at the way he pitches now as opposed to the guy that uh, was around and competing for the A's before um, physically I'd say I'm you know maybe a little stronger but uh, you know try and be the same mentally I try and look at it as uh, you know I got a second chance man um, uh, I'm not going to put any extra pressure on myself uh, you know, however many years ago, this injury ended careers. And, um, you know, now they've got it down to a science and uh, you had great doctors and great rehab. Uh, I got a second chance, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just try and use it. I'm going to have fun playing the game. Uh, I'm going to approach every game with an open mind, every season with an open mind, whatever they need me to do, just go do it. And, uh, you know, just have fun playing the game. Daniel, I saw a little bit of emotion when you had the first out and you came off the field. You kind of pumped the, glove, the hand into the glove. Take me through the process of, I know it's spring training, but still it meant something in a big league uniform, big league staff, and just another significant hurdle that maybe you overcame. Right. Um, you know, you do your rehab games, and, um, you know, the the, reha- every, the coaches still have a hand in it. It's like, you know, if you're not feeling great, we can push you back a day. You know, it was like, hey, you have your day to pitch. Let's go do it. I got to put on the green and gold. I got to go on spring training, but it's a big league field with, uh, you know, all, all my guys who were, who were there to watch me struggle and – and uh, you know, try and grind through this year and a half, and uh, to to you know, it, it just felt awesome to get there, and that that weight lifted off my shoulders. Like man, you know what? I, I I did it. I got I I pitched in a spring training, but in a real game again, man. It uh, 
it was a big personal accomplishment. I know it is just spring training, but looking to the end of spring training, aside from good health, which I know is at the top of the list, what do you take away from the spring? What are you hoping to do at the beginning of 2020? I just want to be consistent, man. Um, you know, obviously, you lose a little bit not pitching in games for, you know, over a year. But uh, just try and be consistent. Just try and, uh, you know, fine-tune all my pitches and go in and be consistent day in, day out. Same guy. What you get is what you get, and let's go play ball. Clemson Tiger football? Yeah, well, you know what? It was a heartbreaker, but um, but I, I think they were just a better team. I think we played really good ball. I mean, it's uh, it, it was a fun game to watch, but... I'm excited for next season. I think that quarterback's pretty good, don't hey, you? He's something special. And you, you've got the same kind of length of, in, in the hair that he does. That's what I keep hearing, man. Uh, you know, I guess if there's a guy that people say, hey, you look like him, it's not bad. It could be worse. I'm glad you're smiling, Daniel. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. Daniel Gossi joining us on Ace Total Access. More now as we go back down to the field with Chris Townsend. Yeah, it's tough for players when you're injured. You feel like you're alone. You're out on an island. And you're just rehabbing. And just to see these guys come back, get back into the clubhouse with their teammates, it's a big deal for their psyche, no question about it. We continue to roll on right here on A's Total Access. This is A's Total Access. Don't forget, we're going to be here all week doing A's Cast Live, even on the off day on Wednesday. We're going to be on from 1 to 4 o'clock, but we're going to have all the coverage for you coming your way on A's Cast Live all the way through Friday. Two things, if you haven't seen it, I want you to go check out on MLB.com. One is Trevor Bauer basically telling every hitter what he was throwing. So there was going to be no uh, sign stealing going on. And to watch it is hilarious. He's telling you if it's a fastball. He's telling you if it's a breaking ball. He's telling you if it's a changeup. And he was going just right after Dodger hitters today. It was a lot of fun to watch. Then the Cubs have already played a game today. They played earlier against the Angels, a split squad game, where they won 9-4 to over at Sloan. And they had two players mic'd up. And we're going to play some more of that for you tomorrow on A's Cast Live. But Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant were both mic'd up. And at one point, Anthony Rizzo is telling a story about when he first got into the big leagues. So Chipper Jones is on first base. And he tells the story about how when he was like seven years old, his dad would take him to the ballpark and they would be ragging on Chipper Jones. So then when Chipper Jones gets on first base, a young Anthony Rizzo just got called up to the big leagues, tells Chipper Jones that story and says it was one of the best moments of his career. And to hear these guys go back and forth with the – because they're mic'd up and they're actually talking to the broadcasters as they're making plays out on the field. We talk about ways to try and expand our coverage of baseball and try and show the players' personalities. We're going to talk to Bob Melvin this week. I want to find out what Bob feels about that. We're going to talk with Bob tomorrow down in the clubhouse as we're getting back into action now. And so we're going to be having the Bob Melvin show each week on A's Cast. We're going to be having the David uh, the David Force report, the GM show every single week as we're getting back into regular season mode. But I wonder how Bob would feel about that in a regular game. We know they did it in the All Star game. Uh, they did it today between the between the uh, Cubs and the Angels and Rizzo and Bryant showing a lot of personality out there. It was a lot of fun to watch. So if you didn't get to see either of those, they're up right now. MLB.com. Coming up next, it's the Catronio Show. 
dad, son, giving you the broadcast from here at Ho-Ho Cam Stadium. And I will be back tomorrow after the game. We'll have the pregame show for you tomorrow, A's Total Access. And then we'll be on after the game with another edition of A's Cast Live. It's the Cubbies, it's the A's next right here on A's Cast. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.